Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Take TPV radio with you 24-7. Just download live 365 app from your Apple or Google Play store. Like us on Facebook at TPV radio or www.tpvradionetwork.com. Walk with us, family. Let's go.
Welcome, welcome, welcome to you. How are you? Tuesday, October 13th, 2020. God bless you. How are you? Thank you for being with me again this evening. It is a great pre- uh, great privilege and it is a great honor that you have made room for me in your day, in your week, and in your month, and in your life period. And I want you to know I am very very grateful. What I would ask of you right now is that you share, let your friends and family know, oh, it's time for victory over the weights of life. So go ahead, have them come in. Don't forget, go to tpvradionetwork.com. Go ahead, uh, like my page right there, victory over the weights of life. Like TPV Radio Network as itself. Subscribe because we have some awesome, awesome people here on the TPV Radio Network. There is something that will be suitable unto you as we continue with our theme, October, Domestic Violence Awareness Month. So as we go before the Lord, take this time and get everything together, go ahead and hit that send button, that share button, that follow button, so we can get this going on the road. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you. Lord, we give you praise. We give you the glory and the honor that is due unto your name. We want to thank you for another opportunity, God, where we can get together to glorify and to magnify your name. Most of all, God, we can come to you where you are able to lavish us with your love, your healing, your deliverance, your salvation becoming so tangible and potent in our lives. We want to thank you because you're amazing. We want to thank you because there is none like you nowhere. We pray a blessing, oh God, over TPV Radio Network. We uh, We pray a blessing over every family member of the TPV family. We pray a special blessing over Pastor Christopher and First Lady Shanice Newton. We pray, God, that you watch over them. We pray, God, that your hands of favor be extended unto them. Father, let your blessings, your goodness, your grace, your provision, your protection, let it all overtake them, Father. We pray in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, we pray that you gather from the four corners of this earth. Everyone, God, who will need to hear this message tonight, we Spread, oh God, a net made of the blood of Jesus. And God, we pray as we pull it in, we pull in a great draw so the people can hear, the people can know, they can realize that you have loved them, Father, with an everlasting love. In your name, we will give praise. Your name, we will glorify. Your name, we will lift up. And it is in no other name we ask, Father God, except the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Amen. I want to thank you again for being here. Praise God. As we continue to go ahead, we're going to continue to shed light tonight on domestic violence. Tonight, we're going to be talking about the steps to take to exit a toxic relationship. My guest is tonight is my sister. Amen. In the Lord, first lady of, of TPV Radio Network, Miss Shanice Newton herself. Amen. She's going to join us. And as we just help, because so many people want to know, Sister Shanice, I'm in an abusive relationship. I'm in a toxic relationship. How do I get out? First and foremost, I want you guys to know uh, being in a toxic relationship and being in an abusive relationship can be two different relationships. You can be in a toxic relationship and there's no abuse. You can be in a toxic relationship because that person is nasty, they're bitter, they're condescending, they have a bad attitude, they're, they're just mean and hateful, just insist on holding on to the past, not forgiving, just, just carrying a whole bunch of baggage. And when you hang around people like that, you begin to act like them. It's like they say, birds of a feather <clears throat> flocks together. So they might not be cussing you and putting their hands on you and manipulating and, and all this other things, but them, their presence there itself, people who are dabbling in witchcraft and the occult, people who, who are just anti-God, anti-Christ, anti-Holy Spirit, anybody who is just anti-God. This is not a, a, a good person, per se. You, you you can be with this. This is a toxic, this is a spiritual toxic relationship because the Bible asks us what communion, what, what friendship is there between light and darkness? 
So we have to be aware that we can be in toxic relationships as well as abusive relationships, and there is a plan that you must have to walk out and walk out safely. The Fiber Sister Shanison, I also just want to point this out. It has been recorded the most vulnerable time of a victim's life, the, the time where it is the most, the easiest, for that victim to lose their life or to be hurt trying to exit that relationship is at the very end when they say, I'm fed up, I've had enough, I'm walking out. This is the time the abusers, a lot of them, especially the, the narcissists, they don't want to let go because now you are no longer a person. You have become a piece of property. And a lot of men and women and women and women and women will say to the man or will say to the woman, if I can't have you, nobody can have you. Say they would much rather spend the rest of their lives in jail than for you to go on with your life, finding love and living a happy life. So help me welcome y'all. Sister Shanice Newton, our very first lady of TPV. Amen. Yes, welcome, welcome, Sister friends. I am here. I am here. <laughs> co-signing with my sister, the Yanni Brain family and friends. You it. And, you know, we're, we're talking about exiting a toxic relationship. So, first of all, you got to know the type of relationship that you're in. You you got True. to know because you know sometimes we are in toxic relationship and you know we don't we don't realize it, but after we realize and analyze it, you know then we mm-hmm. can say, huh, we are in a toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. So you know you got to identify your relationship, identify your okay. relationship. That's that's one place that you could start, you know, and you have to ask yourself some questions. You know, when when does this relationship become destructive? When did it become mm-hmm. destructive? You know, how is mm-hmm. destructive? And you said, you know, you could say, um, and I'm gonna just share five tips with you guys and turn it over to the system. I'm, I'm not here to take over her show, family and friends. But it's um, <laughs> when one or both parties committed physically, emotionally, verbally, sexually abuse upon the other, family and friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The second one is when one person is reg- regularly overprotective, overbearing, or both toward the mm-hmm. other. One person is overdependent upon the other or mm-hmm. his or her personal value and work to meet all of his or her needs and to make most of his or her decisions. I've got two more for you, mm-hmm. family. I've got two more. Go one ahead. person demonstrates a pattern of deceiving the other through lying, mm-hmm. hiding, pretending, misleading, or twisting information to make something mm-hmm. appear other than what it is. One mm. person exhibits chronic indifferences, neglect, or both toward the thoughts, feelings, or well-being of other family and friends. And, and I just mm-hmm. want to share something with the family and friends at the end before we move on. Most of the information that I will be sharing is coming from a book by Leslie Ven- Venick, Vernick, and it's the Emotional Destructive Relationship. So most of mm-hmm. my educational information that I will be sharing with you guys came from this book. I mean, you don't have to be in a toxic or a domestic relationship. But it's mm-hmm. a good book to have because she talks about, you know, what to look for, what not to look for, and things like that, family and friends. So it's a good right. book to pick up and read into. So like I said, I'll be sharing some of the information from her book. Sister Deanna, I'll turn it back over to you. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. So uh, she pointed out one of the things she said about whether you know you are in a toxic relationship. Now, before I say that, a toxic relationship is not just in a romantic relationship. And when I say romantic uh, relationship, I mean between a man and a woman, okay? A toxic relationship can be siblings. Siblings can have toxic relationships. Coworkers can have toxic relationships. Toxic relationships are anywhere you have to basically be around somebody else that is not you. 
to in order to have a, a relationship with somebody else beside yourself, it can be toxic because the truth of the matter is the toxicity may not be coming from the other person, but it could be coming from ourselves. So often it is it is it is uh, been said, you know, the most common person in the equation is the one that does not see the equation the way it is, you know, because if three people are in a room and you can't get along with all three of them, it's not them, it's you. If I can't get along with none of y'all, it's not y'all, it's me, okay? Yeah. So one of the things we have to be aware of and be truthful with ourselves is, am I the toxic person? And look in the mirror and say, all the things that has happened, because one of the things I never want you to feel when you listen to the show and after you're done is feel like you are a victim. I want to remove everybody from the place of victimhood where you come up to the place of not just surviving, but you are thriving. You are like Peter when Jesus told him, after that, I have strengthened you. You, you. you had the big meltdown. You denied me. You cussed. You did all this stuff. But don't forget, after I have restored you, I want you to go back and do to the ones behind the same thing I did for you. So that's what I want this show to be. I want it to be an example where you don't come and just say, whoa, whoa, boys me, boys me, and it's all me, it's all me. Yeah, we tell our stories, but we don't stay there. We move on. So this is the first thing I want to point out. So when you get in that toxic relationship, you have to look at yourself. And you have to say, is it me? When Jesus said to them, one of you are going to betray me, all of them asked, Lord, is it I? Because the truth of the matter is we can lie to ourselves. We can tell ourselves it's one thing when it's completely something else. We can tell ourselves it's other people when it is us. One of the hardest yeah. things it is for us to do is to look in the mirror and say, it's me. Because that will show you you're not as bad and as wonderful as you think you are. And it also lets, it will also show you if you cannot tell yourself you're wrong at no time, you have made yourself a god unto yourself. You're basically perfect in your own eyes, and that's impossible. So make sure when you are leaving that relationship, or if, like Sister Shunin said, if there are lies, if there are manipulation, if, if, if there is always some kind of verbal dispute or something going on, I can't stand you. You can't stand me. You ugly. You fat. You. Pay attention. Who's starting it? Because you cannot walk out of a toxic relationship until you know it's toxic, first of all. And then you have to know who is it because after you leave that relationship, you're going to have to go somewhere and you're going to have to get you some help. And if you go into another relationship and you say it was only the other person and not you, you taking all that stuff right into that new relationship. It's just like that song Erica Baidu sang, Bag Lady. You're going to miss yep. your bus. Carrying all them bags because no, it's nobody else's, it's, it's never your fault. It's always somebody else's fault. So we have to say, is it me? After we recognize if we are in a toxic relationship, one of the things you need to do, you need to have somebody in your life that's honest and true with you. Always have somebody that you can go to and they can tell you the truth about you and you not get upset because that too in itself is a sign that you are toxic. You can't even take correction. Another thing, another reason why you need somebody in your life, because when you're making the plans that you're going to leave that toxic relationship, you don't just say, I'm leaving, and boom, you're gone. You got to have a plan. You got to yeah. give yourself a date. You know what I'm saying? Because if you just say, right, sister, shouldn't you just, I'm leaving, I'm leaving, I'm leaving. I'm leaving going to be a month. I'm leaving going to be six months. I'm leaving going to be a year. I'm it's just going to keep going on. But if you say, I make up my mind that I am going to leave November 15, 2020, come hell or high water. That puts you in a place where you have to have all, all of your ducks line up in a row so there's nothing holding you back. So that means if you don't have a job, that means you're going to have to have a job. If that, mm -hmm. if that means if you don't have the money, that means you're going to have to come up with the money and you have to be prepared because if you leave that relationship, 
toxic friendship, toxic roommate, toxic marriage, toxic boyfriend, toxic girlfriend. If you are not well prepared, there is a high probability you are going to go back into that relationship. Yes. Sister Shirley, yes. do you have anything and, to say? You know, yes, because, it, it, you know, and it's, it's family and friends, it's true what she's saying, because when I was in my toxic, abusive relationship, I did not leave. I, I'm tired of this. I don't want to be here no more. I want to, da, da, da. I, I said all those things, and I never right. left. And, you know, I was young at the time. I was 18, family and friends. I was 18, about to be 19, and it took my mom to say, hmm. I had enough. My mom had enough. Even though I was saying I had enough, my mom is the person that had enough. And right. she decided to send me away. Well, I nobody knew I was leaving besides the person that was taking me to the airport, right. the person that was braiding my hair that night, and my aunt. For some yes, reason, yes. somehow, I don't know how he found out. But right there sitting in my mom's dining area, he came in and he attacked me. And it took wow. my aunt to take him off of me. And family and friends, the funny part about it is that day when I was about to get on the plane, I stood there and said, I don't want to go. I don't want hmm. to leave. I, I, I just didn't want and something just tell me, look to your left. And I saw my my great niece, um, dad was standing there because at the time he was working at the airport. He said, get on that plane and you go and you don't look back. Hmm. And that's how I got on the plane because I was to the, the door mouth of the plane and hmm. having second thoughts to walk down those stairs. And because right. of my left, and believe it or not, family and friends, when I came back home, I end back up in that same relationship. Wow. I end back up in that same relationship. And it took me about a month, a month and a half. When I say, you know what? No more. I'm too young. I'm too beautiful. I'm too intelligent. Because mm-hmm. see, he was not just physically abusive. But he was verbally and emotionally abusive. Hmm. You're not pretty. You're not this. You're not that. And mm-hmm. I told myself, I had enough. I had enough. This is not me. I am stronger than this. I am better than this. I decided to leave. And I was stopped. He stopped me every place I went. Hmm. I was almost run over by a car. I was speaking with a hammer. I have I carry a, a scar, a very small scar in my face from a machete that he had in his hand. Jeez. Family and friends, I wasn't supposed Say to be what? here. But you have, like Sister Dion said, you have to put that date. I didn't put a date for mine. I, mm-hmm. I just had enough. Mm-hmm. I, I just had enough. And that was it for me. That was quick for me. But you mm-hmm. got to identify your relationship, and once you see that it's toxic, it's, it's destructive, and you want to get out. Yes, you do need somebody. You need somebody because sometimes we don't have the strength ourselves to leave. But that person, that positive person, mm-hmm. would tell you you have to leave. When you're ready to leave, okay, this is the date. Sometimes that person is your driver. That person is the one that helps you dragging those bags through that oh, door. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're the one that, that dragging those bags. We got to go. Let's go. Let's go. Pick up your speed. We got to go. Whatever you leave behind, just leave it. You got to go. If you got to go, <laughs> let's go. Let's go from left friend. We're going to I'm gonna turn it over back to Sister Dion, and then later on, I'm going to share some other stuff with you guys, like letting go of right. the unrealistic expectation, family and friends. You've got to let go. Right. Sister Dean. Right. Yes, ma'am. Now, I, I, I like uh, one of the things she was going to say because that is another major thing, especially when you are leaving an abusive relationship. You don't tell. You don't speak. You trust one or maybe two people. 
when you get in a relationship, if you've ever had any friends, especially a close friend, and that abuser is all about controlling you, not wanting you to have friends or anything, there's going to be one somebody that cannot stand that abuser. There is going to be that one somebody that's going to tell you, get rid of him, get rid of her, and that's the one he or she is not going to like at all. The one that they don't like, that's the one you confide in because they're going to want you to be out of there more than you want to be out of there. They will even say to you, if you need to stay by my house, you can stay by my house. Whatever they need to. They need to be the driver. They will be the driver. Just make sure when you are leaving, like I said, you have all your ducks lined up in a row. All your all your important documents. If you have children, make sure you have all the birth certificates. If you have all the vaccination, you have their social security number. You have everything. Get everything. Put it in a Ziploc bag and put it in a place where you know for sure, for sure, for sure it's going to be safe. If you already have a job, I would say take these documents and take them to work and lock them in your desk because you already know the date that you are leaving. Make sure you have the money. If you and him and you and her, you guys are not living in the same place, it makes it a little easier to just say, hey, Mm -hmm. this is not working, we're done. But if you are married and you're in the same household or if you're living together, you're going to need to have some money. There are some abusers who does, uh, who does financial abuse. That means they will make sure you don't have any money. Some of them will stop you from working altogether. Yes. Altogether. And the ones that stop you from working altogether, those are the ones they literally want to be your God, have absolute control of you because you cannot mm-hmm. control somebody with finance. When you have money, you can move around. When you have money, you can take care of yourself. When you have money, you don't have to depend on anybody to put a roof over your head, food in your stomach. You don't, have, you don't need anybody for that. So if you have the money, I have always had a secret account. Always had a secret account. And I always tell myself, I need you to have no less than this amount of money in your account. Mm-hmm. And I have been doing that, and I've even taught my daughter how to do that. And the reason why I, I, I do that is because I remember then. I own my own home now, thank you, Lord. No one can kick me out. But at the same time, I still say, God forbid anything happens, I need to have a certain amount of months that my mortgage is covered. So the same thing goes. If you are living with that person and you say, you know what, I'm out of here. Make sure you have your first month's rent, you have your last, make sure you have at least, I would say, at least three months of rent. At least three months, you give your first month's rent, and then you give three more months' rent, so I guess altogether that if you're working and you can do that. If you're not working, you can work from home. There are certain things you can do from home. That you can make money. You could not open a, an account online and your, your statements don't have to come in the mail. Your statement comes straight to your email address. You can have your email address. You can do all that. You have to be very, very strategic when you are leaving an abusive relationship, whether it be mentally, physically, emotionally, financially, because remember, that abuser thinks you are their property. You belong to them, especially if you are married. My ex-husband, he told me, you're no longer a lubra, you're a porter. That means nothing of me was me anymore. That's why I lost so much of my, that's why I lost so much of my Caribbean accent. Because being with him, I could not have a Caribbean accent because I, I was his. And because he's American, I had to sound the part. So that's why when my friends talk to me, they're like, girl, you a Yankee. I was like, no, I'm not. They say, yeah, you don't sound like you're from the island at all. Okay? <laughs> but you, you, you have to have that. You, so, so because your money, that's your security. If you have children and they are in school, you have to, let, you have to go to the school, withdraw the kids if, they, if you're going to be in another school district and make sure when you put it down. You know what I'm saying? 
everything is strategic, everything. Some of you may need to get an attorney. If that's what you need to do, then you have to do, because like I say, a lot of victims. I thank God when I went back, he gave me the strength to walk back out twice. There are a lot of victims who tried to leave, and because they were not successful in their planning or they dropped off some steps, they did not go with it, a lot of them came back, and they were never able to leave because that abuser said, if I can't have you, no one can. So a lot of men have lost their lives. A lot of women have lost their lives trying to leave and walk out of an abusive relationship. Sister Shadine? Back a little bit of what you say and change it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Where most of us go wrong to, we get into these relationships, we share, we share Too everything. Much. Too much. We don't have that gap where anything is ours because we share everything. So now it's like we're scrambling. How are we going to do the secret account? How are we going to do this? How are we going to do that? Mm-hmm. You, you share and you allow them to know mm-hmm. everything and so much things and this is your friend, that's your friend, that family and friends. Yeah. One you don't have to let them know everything. You don't have nope. because if that person turned out to be an abusive relationship, you have to have a safe net somewhere. Right. Right. You have to have a and and not only that, when you decide to stay in this toxic relationship, you it have to worse. remember there's gonna be it's gonna get worse, but you have emotional yeah. effects, you have physical effects, you have mental effects, you have mm-hmm. rational effects. There's there's mm-hmm. so much that we put our body through, you know, and then you have the generational effects where That's coming it after. comes from yes, it it is like a curse in the family. You have the spiritual effects Family and friends, time to let go. Let go. Let go. You have to let go. It's not unrealistic expectation. This is when Mm -hmm. many of us remain in unhealthy, destructive, toxic relations because we keep hoping that other person would change. Come on. That doesn't happen. We feel angry. Hurt, mm-hmm. disappointed, mm-hmm. and frustrated because somehow they still the same exact person. There is no change. There is no change in nothing. And the same, same thing. thing over and over. We sit here and we expecting different results. It's not going to change. No. Nope. We have to first. We have to first recognize it and. Then re- releasing family and friends, our unrealistic expectation of others in a crucial element in gaining greater mm-hmm. mental and emotional health. See, when we let go and we said, it's not real, this is so unreal, hmm. we gain greater and mental health. It, it, it becomes great. It becomes good. Letting go of what we want feels horrible at it's mm-hmm. like grieving death as we hmm. go through the normal stages of grieving from denial to anger and bargaining and finally to acceptance we feel deep pain and sorrow but in the end family and friends going through the Jeez. process empowers us to move on with our lives Staying stuck in, in denial or anger doesn't help us live maturely and abundantly, family and friends. Hmm. Many, many, many married people expect their spouse will treat them honorably and lovingly. Hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing. But our expectations only become problematic when they do not align with what's real or true. A healthy person always accepts reality and the truth over fantasy and wishful thinking. Even Mm -hmm. from your friends, even when it's painful, we will accept it. If we don't make some effort to embrace reality and let go of disappointment, even when it's hard, we Mm. cannot move on. We cannot move on. We stay stuck. 
The process hmm. is kind and it's difficult, but spring and uh, spring always come after winter, and a new okay. life buds unrealistic expectation that dies, family and friends. It dies because we let go. We become mm-hmm. healthy again. We become healthy. Sister Dion, I'm going to let you add something else, and I will go into the entitlement when we feel entitled. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to just, just go ahead and, and, and the deception of, like you say, what we thought would be and the reality can and will affect your decision when planning on walking out again, especially in a marriage. See, if you're just in a relationship, it, it, it's different. But if you, because if you're in a relationship and you say, mm, it ain't what I thought it was, mm, bye, I'm gone, Mm-mm, I ain't got no time for that. That's one thing. But when you get married and you, with that person, and that person said to you, I promise to love, to honor, to cherish, and, and to take care of you until death do us part. And all of a sudden, you get married, you go on a honeymoon, honeymoon is good at six months to a year when the honeymoon phase begins to fade out, all of a sudden you wake up and you're like, who the heck did I marry? Because the entire time, yeah, the entire time we were dating, you were not dating that person, you were dating their representative. So you only knew that person for who they presented to you, deception. So now that you're married, and the life that you now live is totally different from what you thought was or what you had in your mind. Now that, that puts us in a place where you say, yes. So you say, you know what, maybe if I give him some time, maybe if I give her some time, they're going to change. Maybe if I take another year, maybe if I take a and they're not going to change. Once you see the pattern is there, once the pattern of toxicity is there, once the pattern of abuse is there, pay attention to the cycle. It's like a Ferris wheel. You have good, 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 then it tipped down, bad, 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 and then things are in the upswing, and then whoa, everything uh-huh. is on top, <laughs> everything. Yes, everything is good, baby. You fine, girl. Look at you, boy. Look at you. Mm, 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 mm. All that. And then as the Ferris wheel goes down, you hit back down uh-huh. into those low places. And the low places is where they call you fat and stupid and you dumb and you ugly. And they put yes. their hands on you. They put their feet on you. And live, then they bring you a gift and you feel better. And the bruises start to, to, to vanish. And you feel better. And, girl, I love you. And you go back, you go back up, up, and then you come back down. If yep. you see that cycle yep. over and over, it's, it's yep. very clear. They are comfortable with that type of lifestyle. They're, they're comfortable in their toxic. Some people are toxic, and they can't find nothing wrong with being toxic. Some people hmm. are, are the way they are, the life that they live. They're miserable. They're unhappy, and they like their life just like the way they are. I cannot live yes. like that, and a lot of you can't live like that. So when you make the choice to say, that's why it is such a detrimental thing when you have your plan to have a final date. Because if you don't have a final date, you you would procrastinate. If you don't have that final date, you will try to find a reason why to stay. And if you have more reasons to go than to stay, don't let that one night of a hot sex change your mind. Don't let that one present change your mind. Don't let that one thing they did because you already know the cycle is going to come right back around. So say to yourself, right, say to yourself, I am leaving this day. Tell your friend, tell your confidence, tell Shay, tell, I need you to hold me to this date. I need you to take this day off from work because this is the day that I'm leaving and I'm not turning back. And that friend, and I'm telling you, she's going to be happy. She's going to be at the U-Haul place before you get there or he's going to be there before you get there because they know that person is not good for you. And it took you that long to finally come to the realization they're not going to give you the chance to have a second thought and look back at one good memory and that whole thing changed your mind. So leaving a toxic relationship, 
you have you have more. If, let, let me say it like this: if you cry more than you laugh in that relationship, if you argue more than just be able to sit down and chill in that relationship, if you feel less than of a person when you are in the presence of that person that's supposed to love you, you don't need to be there. Yes. You don't need anybody to, to berate you. You don't need anybody to make you feel like you're a second-class citizen. You need somebody that's going to help you and allow you to be you. If you cannot be, my ex-husband had a huge problem. I couldn't be me. And I'm like, why can I not be me? I had to be the me he wanted to me to be, and the me he wanted me to be was like his little sister, boring and plain. That's not <laughs> me. Boring, plain, in, in a corner, doesn't do anything to bring, to, to, to let you know in, you're in the room, you walk in the room, the atmosphere doesn't change, nothing happened. That's not me. I like to walk into a place and I know when I step in there, there's a change. You see me, you hear me, you notice me. That's me. Yes. I, I could not yes. be how she is. I could, I, you know what I'm saying? So he did wicked things. Don't go to and, the gym to work out. Know, but then the, the but then what he did, so I can't work out from home. He took the, the, the DVD uh, player and took it to his mama's house. Oh. Just wicked. Just just wicked. When you see people doing stuff like this to you, they preventing you from becoming the best you that you can be. Everything about you, there there is no support. I want to go back to school. He came against me threatened me with divorce. His family came against me. Why does she want to go back to school? Because sometimes the toxicity that's in that person, it's not just in them. If you look at the generations before them, it's probably there. If you look at their siblings, it's probably in them too. So they will never, that's why my ex-family beside one family member never saw what he was doing to me was wrong. They all thought he was okay because they were just as toxic as he is. So when yeah. I left, they had a problem with me too because I left them too. So that's why that's why when you when you come into a relationship, we really have to pay attention when we come into a relationship because I think it was today on the grub. I think Pastor Gina, somebody said that when you come into that relationship, your mind is not there. You're all goofy. Huh. Every every everything is you know what I'm saying? It's 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 the love bomb. You girl, you so fine, boy, you so flat. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. it's, it's, all, it's all that stuff you pass by, you get whacked on the behind. You better stop. I couldn't help myself. All that all that baloney. Uh, all of that stuff and it's good and it's fine. But who is hiding under that cloak of, of this what? wonderful person? You know That's what I'm mom. saying? That's so we, we, when we get into the relationship, we have to pay attention. There are red flags. And if you pay attention to the red flags, you will eliminate that process altogether. You will have a save yourself so much heartache, so much pain. But unfortunately, a lot of us, we saw the signs. We saw the red flags. We did not follow them. We did not pay attention, and we ended up in the places that we ended up. But that does not make us bad people. We just made bad choices. But and we can come out and we can rectify the matter, huh? There is things to that they can identify this person. You know, there's questions. Does this person lie to you? Does this person mm -hmm. physical force or threat of force mm -hmm. you? Do something you don't want to do, or keep you from doing something that you you like exactly. to do or want to do. Does this person curse you, accuse you in public? Does this person depend on you to meet all of his or her needs? Do you My know? God. Do you feel more like a child than an adult in a relationship? So these questions that you could ask yourself, and and you know, moving along from that, you know, we go and back all to of like the things. And all yes, of these questions for me, all of these questions for me was yes. And you knew I never paid attention to them. Every lie, the manipulation, the control, the, the, the threat, the anger, the, the whole nine yards that you just read out. It was my exact ex-husband. And because, like we said, because when you don't love yourself, 
when you cannot find anything in good in yourself, you expect for somebody to make you love you, and it never yes. works out. Yes, and then it, it goes back to what I was, you know, getting at earlier, the entitlement. You know, for some mm-hmm. of us, letting go is unusually difficult because we feel entitled to having the things we want. Or, Come on. Or our cultural certainly reinforce the idea that we deserve these things. This line of thought, though understandable, is emotional, destructive to us. It breeds discontent, resentment, and self-pity, which are little to a, little to our maturity and our well-being. It is it also causes to question God's goodness and severity, which hinders our spiritual life, family and friends. We take responsibilities for our problems. We often see that our problem is that our expectations don't match up with reality, and we mm-hmm. don't like it. What are we patients that are holding you back, family and friends? Are you going Come to on. take steps to change what you can always change and have a good start? Mm-hmm. What will you do with the things you cannot change, family and friends? Either you will continue to be upset and grumble and complain, or you can mm-hmm. choose to surrender those things to God and learn to be content. And it's so funny because we talk about contentment today, family and friends. Mm-hmm. The apostle Paul learned the lesson while sitting in prison. Apostle mm-hmm. Paul taught us. Almost 2,000 years earlier, he said, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable, things that are excellent and worthy of praise, family and friends. He also reminded us to be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ. If we belong to Christ, and, and even though we in hello, uh uh-uh. uh, Sister Shanice, did you fall off? Oh no, uh-uh. I'm I... so sorry. I was talking, and the phone was mute. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know, you know, whatever situation we going through, family and friends, you have to have your exit plan. You have to let go of those, you know, negative emotions that you you mm-hmm. have. You know, you have them instead and you try to make that positive because you want to stay in this relationship. Listen, mm-hmm. you're not entitled to stay with nobody that's abusing you. Physically, nope. emotionally. You, you do not deserve it. You do not deserve it. Again, mm. let go. It let is. go. There is nothing yep wrong in letting go. No. See, the reason why it is so hard for so many victims to let go because their identity is wrapped up in that person. Excuse me, because before they met that person, they did not have an identity. They felt like they were just there. They were unseen. They were invisible. But when that person came along, they gained an identity, they, they came alive, and they feel like, because a lot of the abusers, they will make you feel obligated, you know, like they did something good for you. So you have, it's like you're obligated to them, to be with them. So all the junk that they do to us, the nasty stuff that they say to us, how they treat us, we feel like, oh, because it is them who gave us some kind of identity we have to take it, and that's not true. You know, God has given each and every one of us our own identity. And if you don't know what your identity is, let me tell you this, you're never going to find it on your own because your identity is hidden in Christ Jesus. It's not until you accept Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. It's not until you make Jesus the Lord of your life. You're not going to know who you are because when your phone gets messed up, you don't take your phone to somebody who fixes the watch. 
When your watch is messed up, you don't take your watch to somebody who fixes the washing machine. Yes. So the only person that knows you, that knows the purpose that they have set for you is God. And without you being in a relationship with the Lord, you're not going to have your identity and your purpose. For this reason, don't allow anybody to make you feel like without them you're going to die. There are some people that refuse to leave an abusive relationship or a toxic relationship because they feel, oh, my God, I don't know what I'm going to do without them. They have been my oh, yeah. rock. Oh, my yeah. God. And, and they're, they're, everything about them is totally lost. In, in that relationship. And, and when you when you put yourself, when you allow yourself to be in this place, and that, that comes as a place, uh, that comes as a as a way of showing desperation. We got 10 more minutes, uh, Sister Shanice. I'm going to yes. let you say something after this. We, uh, we come to this place where we are desperate. And because of desperation, we will, we will, we will just take any kind of junk. Junk we would not take. Now we will we'll take it because... All our friends are now married. All our friends now have kids. All our friends are living life that looks like it, it, it's beautiful. So the minute some jack-legged preacher or some snaggletooth fool roll around and say, girl, what's up? You sure only is fine. What we do? We jump. I will say this yeah. until the day the Lord comes. I knew I was not supposed to marry my ex-husband. But I had no self-identity. I had no self-worth. I had no self-love. And I thought he would have taught me how to, how to love me. But he did the opposite. He taught me how to hate myself even more because I allowed him to treat me in that way. Uh-huh. And you see, I, I want to put this out, out there before we get off the air from an air friends. Some of us, one of those, even though I've been through other circumstances in life, I had an identity of me. And when I met that one ex, I was a cheerful person. I was smiling. I loved to dress. I always have my hair done. You know, Mm -hmm. I was well put together. He was kind of on the rough side. Well, he was on the rough side. Not kind of. He was on the rough side. Mm -hmm. His his appearance. And when I end up with him, not realizing it, over time, because this relationship was about eight months to a year all put together. And wow. over time, I allow myself, I allow him to, I allow him to take me away from myself. Let me put it that way. I allow him to take me away from myself. And I did not realize it. Remember, I was young too, and I was 18, so I was at that stage, I didn't care what nobody said. I have to hear what nobody said. I, I, you know, I thought I was grown. At that point, mm-hmm. and it's not till one day I was walking from the post office heading back up to where my mom lived. My cousin picked me up to the side of the road walking to give me a ride. She says, Shani, that's you? Why you look so? Mm. And I like how I look. I have <laughs> a jeans. You know when you have a short jeans and they cut and they frail out? Flip flop, yeah, and a, um, one of those tin strap shirts, looking like a bum, family and friends. My God, and I thought I was cute, mm. and it's still my cousin said, "Why you look like that? Why are you carrying mm. yourself like that? This is right. not you." Mm. And family and friends, I give thanks every day to that cousin because she is older than me. She wasn't there for. That abusive relationship, but mm-hmm. she was there. She played a big role in my life with my last relationship before I left St. Croix. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, she is not just my cousin, but that's my big sister. Family and friends, sometimes Amen. we need to stand in the mirror and look at ourselves and say, Is this me? If you had an identity before you met your abuser, woman I'm talking to, stand up and look in that mirror and look for yourself because that person is still there. Do not allow nobody to change you. And this is where we fall because when we allow them to change us, they take and they take and they take because this is what abusers do. They take and they take nothing. They cross you then they leave you there where they're still up, they're still bold, they're still walking boldly. 
Sister Dion, I'll turn it over so you could wrap it up. Yes. Yes, ma'am. I, I, I got to agree with that. When you let them fashion you, you turn into something you don't know. <laughs> you don't look the same. You don't sound the same because they basically put you in a place where you're bipolarish. When you are by yourself, you can act this one way. And when you are with them, you act another way. And when you around his family, when he's not there, you have to act this kind of way. So that stuff just makes you schizophrenia altogether. And anytime you're in a relationship and you have to change personalities like that, that's not of you. God did not create you to be controlled and be manipulated like this. You don't know if you're coming or going. You can't even wear your favorite color because he's told you you don't look good in that color. You're too fat to wear red. You're too skinny to wear white. You're too dumb to do this. How are you going to go back to school? You're too stupid to go back to school. Anytime you are in a place, in a relationship like that, and there is no support, it is not for you. When I told my ex-husband I wanted to go back to finish up my bachelor's degree, because I was a, a high school mom, I was a high school dropout mom, I went on, I got a GED, I went on, I got my associate's degree, and I'm going on to finish up my bachelor's degree, and he threatened me with divorce, because they don't want you to better yourself, because they know once you better yourself, and once you start hanging around other people, your mental place, your, 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 the way you think, it begins to change, because the, 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 Adverse type of people that you are around, the diverse type of people that you are around, they will challenge the way you think. If you are always around a certain somebody and certain people, you think like them, you agree with them. But once you say no more, this is it, and you you surround yourself, it's going to change. It's like having an, an eagle grow up with chickens. That eagle will never know its capacity and, and its potential because it grew up with chicken. Nobody told him he was he was an eagle. He's just clucking around, he, you know, fly up in the tree, you know, 5 o'clock, fly down, thinking he's, he's a chicken, but he's an eagle. And nobody told him. Same thing, the abusers, they do the same thing, but the reverse. So I just hope tonight's show was a blessing to you, and I hope that you went ahead and you, you can share it share this message, go back, re-listen to it, be re- re-energized, let it bless somebody else. Please don't forget ppvradionetwork.com, search for my show, Victories Over the Waste of Life. I am the lady in the yellow suit. <laughs> go ahead, give me a thumbs up, hit the follow button. Uh, I'm here every Tuesday, God will, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, the entire month of October. We will be discussing all things domestic violence. So I'm asking that you also go to my website, lubrabooks.com. There you can purchase my books. Also, I am giving away a free ebook entitled, What Do You Know About Domestic Violence? All you have to do is enter in your email address. That uh, website, again, is lubrandbooks.com. My last name, booksbooks.com. Also go to Facebook at author, A-U-T-H-O-R-D-I-A-N-L-E-B-R-I-N, and please like and follow my page there. Again, I just want to thank you so much, Sister Shanice, for being with me. Uh, ladies yes. and gentlemen, I pray that the Lord watches over you, keep you, comfort you. I pray that the Lord God Almighty begins to reveal himself to you, letting you know that you are not worthless. You are nothing that that abusive person said to you, whether it was your mom, your dad, brother, sisters, ex-husband, ex-wife. What they said about you is not true. I want you to know only the things. That God has said about you is true. And he said that you are the apple of his eyes and he has loved you with an everlasting love. So, family and friends, I want to thank you for being with me again. I will see you next Tuesday, God's will, same time, same place, same station, tpvradionetwork.com. Uh, and uh, Sister Shanice, thank you again. Brother Chris, thank you again. Everyone who's listening, I love you. God bless you. Walk with me, family. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> TPV Burger
Radio, Central Texas. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.